1: As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills.
2: The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
1: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
3: Traveling for college hoops this year, pro tip, stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30 plus hotels in the best college towns. And get this, you can save up to 30% off with code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any graduate hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams. And you're at the game getting the most from what it means
1: to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge, now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.
3: Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like a full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. All from TireRack.com. TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
0: Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
3: What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. So... Uh, Kyle Long's going to join us. Longtime uh offensive lineman, Chicago Bears. I saw him on CBS television this weekend. Uh, Bears got the big win against the Detroit Lions. Ah, that DeAndre Swift. Can you believe the ball he dropped? Did you guys see that play? That was amazing. Like, the Bears come all the way back. Three scores in the fourth quarter. Come all the way back. Detroit drives down the field on second down. Uh, I, something happened where the Bears got screwed up, and Swift was open It literally hit him in the numbers. This is the thing to the, like the Rob Parker, who I know he's going to probably kill Matt Stafford, whatever. Matt Stafford played great in the first half. They got a little conservative and he had a tip ball interception with just over two minutes to go. It was bad, but I mean, he led them on what was without any question should have been a touchdown game winning touchdown drive hits him literally in the numbers and the kid dropped the ball. Drop the ball, Uh, and and you know they had no timeouts left, so they can't throw it over the middle, or they can't they can't throw it you know in the field of play, or they wouldn't have got another playoff. It was bad, 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 bad. But Kyle Long is going to join us upcoming twenty minutes from right now. So Baker Mayfield struggled again yesterday. Now I thought, I thought the Browns would be better than they were last year. And they still may be. It's just one game. There's no preseason. It's Kevin Stevansky's first game as a head coach after spe- essentially spending his entire life with the Minnesota Vikings in terms of a, a of an NFL coach. And so you take over and, you know, trying to trying to get your system going, trying to run the football with a team that has those kind of weapons. OBJ had a big drop. Baker Mayfield was not good. And I, I really want to start by talking about Mayfield. We do this thing where when you first come into the NFL, first come into any sort of profession, especially uh, athletic profession, in sports, you have this peak level of athleticism in your early to mid-20s. And then you have your football or basketball or sports IQ, which the more you play, the more you compete, the more knowledge you gain, the better you're going to be, right? The better you're going to be. So there's like a continuum, right? And the, the magic is when guys are in their prime is when they have enough knowledge so that their football IQ is high. And yet they still have the talent before that leaves them, right? That's the perfect spot. And then you get to the end and your Brady, what Brady appears to be on the track to what Peyton Manning was in his last season, where you're all brains and you got no arm your arm is shot um you know that th- that's what happens your body just won't respond and even though it's willing it's just not able just not able baker mayfield is in a different position he came in with a tremendous amount of football iq but it was from a high school and college perspective, as a guy who knew the basics of it and looked good in a whiteboard. The problem is, you, you hadn't really seen all the NFL stuff. And he took over what was a train wreck and just kept it on the track. And then we put all these ridiculous expectations because you added OBJ last year. There's a couple things. First, the problem with playing guys early is they they don't learn all the tricks. They don't refine themselves. And when you're playing with a limited supporting cast or with some sort of flawed team, you end up picking up really bad habits that are hard to get out of. And one of the things that this happened to Baker Mayfield in college, when they played Georgia in the BCS game, when they, when they would play in the college football playoff, Baker Mayfield would make some great plays but would also make some big mistakes. He was properly evaluated as a fourth or fifth round pick, and then in his last year at OU, he elevated himself to the number one overall pick. I, I, there's a little bit of of Joe Burrow there too, where Joe Burrow not a great athlete, not great arm talent, but great football mind, ton of moxie, bigger. And more athletic than Mayfield, but was evaluated as a mid-round guy only to have this unbelievable season. When you're su- surrounded by better player in college football, when you're at Oklahoma, when you're at LSU, when you're at Alabama, when you're at one of these schools, you have better talent than the competition 90 to 95% of the time. And that other five percent of the time, you still have as good or better talent, and you usually have as good or better coaching. When you're in the NFL, and you're the first overall pick, generally, you're coming into a situation which you have less talent than the other team. And there's this thing. We worry about the the, the intangibles so much. Baker had the intangibles. I, I told this to Colin a long time ago. There was never any question about his ability to lead. The question is, is he a good enough athlete to play the way he likes to play? Try and escape a little bit. The answer is no. Does he have a, does he have a good enough arm? The answer is no. Is he big enough? No. Like he tried, he thinks he can move around back there and make plays. He, he couldn't, he struggled to get away from SEC guys, let alone NFL guys. This is where him and Dak Prescott are similar. And Dak is a much better player, I believe, than Baker, but he, he and Dak Prescott are similar in that we have these expectations of them because of where Baker was drafted or what Dak has done as quarterback of the Cowboys. But the truth is that, that what's really evaluated for the draft is your talent and the ceiling for that talent. They, and, and both of them check all the boxes for intangibles. There were some questions about Dak's intangibles because he had the DUI, but for the most part, most part, it was really about his tangibles. He was a runner who was never really a pocket thrower when he tried to become a pocket thrower later in his college career, it just wasn't great when he goes through his progressions. Now he starts to get a little bit inaccurate. He's just not, doesn't throw guys open. He's fine. He's a good athlete, not a freak. Now consider he's about four inches taller, five inches taller than Baker Mayfield, who has a good arm, but not like top five in the NFL arm is a decent athlete, but, Heck, everybody who's a quarterback outside of Philip Rivers and Tom Brady is as good or a better athlete. And while he has a high football IQ, it doesn't matter if you, if, if you think you're a better athlete than you are, doesn't matter if you can read the defense. Your body's not moving the way you think it's actually moving in comparison to everybody else in the football field. So I look at this thing and I'm telling you there's some similarities to the two, but Baker is the guy who doesn't know who he is. It's like midlife crisis time, right? He wasn't a leave early for the draft guy. He was a five years starting at two schools and he was a walk on at both schools. And I understand he had scholarship offers both times around. You know, if you're a can't miss, one of the reasons you're a can't miss is because of your arm and athletic talent, and he had neither. Just just please don't, please do not uh, challenge this part of the story. It's an all-time great upset story. A kid goes from a walk-on at Tech to starting, okay, gets beat out because they got Pat Why do you think Pat Mahomes was going to beat him out? Why do you think he left? He left because Pat Mahomes was coming in. Do you know why? Because Pat Mahomes is the real deal in terms of talent. Like that's what it, that's what I tell basketball players. That's what Jesus looks like. That's what the real thing looks like. He's like four inches taller. He's, he runs the 40, he's stronger, he's faster. He throws the balls crisp. He can make every throw. Baker's never that guy. So he transferred. He went to Oklahoma. And he starts for three years, gets invited to New York twice. He's an unbelievable college player. Wins the Heisman Trophy. Don't get me wrong. Draft number one overall. If he never played a game in the NFL, he was an all-time upset. He'd shocked the world. He'd proven people wrong. But you get to the NFL, and there's a reason that most of those dudes are 6'2", 6'3", and above. And if they're not, They're crazy athletic gifted. And if they're not, they better just be the best damn quarterback you've ever seen. Like a Brees. At some point, the tangibles do matter. Right. In basketball, it's like you and how how solid and sound and smart. All that's great. But if you can't go by your guy, I can't help you. You know, gotta be able to get a step on somebody to create help within the defense. At some point in time, if you can't make every throw from the pocket and you don't have the athletic ability to escape, to get yourself to a better place, it doesn't matter. Uh, We got some crazy things going on in New York with the Jets. Plus, it's still very early in this other quarterback's career. I think he has absolutely been uh, proven to be the dude, that dude. I'll tell you who that is next in the Doug Gallup Show.
0: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Kyle
3: Long in uh, 10 minutes, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. So we have it on tape. We have it on tape that uh, during Kyler Murray's final season at the University of Oklahoma, I was the first person to say it, it actually makes a whole hell of a lot more fun fiscal sense to play football than it does baseball. We got on tape. I can retweet it. We can play it for you. We can show it like I'll go down. And there was a logic to it is like, again, in terms of financially, when you sign in major league baseball, you basically sign a futures deal, but you get a signing bonus up front and then they stick you in the minor leagues. And sometimes you have a guarantee of being in the major leagues by a certain point of time. Once you get to the major leagues, you're, not, you're, you're making a couple hundred thousand dollars until you get to your fourth year of service and then you become arbitration eligible. And now, if you have proven yourself, if you've proven yourself, now you can make some legit money. And if you like Mike Trout or you do something crazy and you're an MVP candidate your first couple of years, well, then you can get a going. But even Mike Trout, it wasn't until like his fourth year. His third year, I think he made a million. His fourth year, he started making a bunch of money. And then, you know, all bets are are off. Now, he's the best player in baseball, and there's like five guys ever that have had that deal torn up before they get to the arbitration eligible. I may be over-exaggerating five, might be like 20. Whereas, if you're drafted in the first round as a quarterback, if you know anything about, you, you get, people say stupid things about NFL contracts. Like, well, they're not fully guaranteed. That's not true. This collective bargaining agreement, which is a decade old, first round draft picks are absolutely guaranteed all their money. Right now, it's not the 50 million dollar signing bonus that Sam Bradford got. But if you're a first round draft pick, you're getting all your money. And if you compare that to the five million or so you're getting in your first contract with Major League Baseball, the 20 to 30 million you'd make in the NFL And then of course you're in line, either one of them, you're in line for a huge raise. And if you're not good at football, you can go play baseball anytime. So I was the first one to say financially, we're actually looking at this the wrong way. And if you look at the way the game's trending, normally a guy who's a five foot nine and change quarterback wouldn't get a shot. Thing has changed. Everything we're saying about Baker Mayfield that he doesn't have, he's not doesn't have an elite arm. He doesn't have elite feet is not true about Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray has those things. Like when I'm convinced, when Baker Mayfield looks himself in the mirror and tries to, and looks really hard, like, you know, you, some people see the flaws. Some people, I think Baker Mayfield only sees the positives. I think he looks and he sees Kyler Murray. Only problem is he's not as fast. He doesn't have as good an arm. You watch Kyler play and you start to realize that he is a quarterback who can run not a runner who can throw. I think he's a dude. I think he's absolutely a dude. That's why when Baker Mayfield went to the pros, Kyler Murray came in and actually put up better numbers than Baker in the exact same system and gave Oklahoma a better chance of winning in a college football playoff. He's a dude, man. Steve Kime was absolutely right. He whiffed on Josh Rosen, who's a, you know, he's now a what, practice squatter with the Saints, a Buccaneers, excuse me, practice squatter with the Buccaneers, but man, did he hit a home run with, with Kyler Murray. Traded up for Rosen, and then a year later admitted he was wrong, also fired the coach, hired a coach who had known Kyler since high school and believed that he was going to be a legit elite quarterback. Then made a ballsy trade to go and get DeAndre Hopkins, knowing he's going to have to pay through the nose. And the DeAndre Hopkins thing, it he's still going to be a free agent in a couple of years. and to to pay him again. And you know what? It was all based upon Kyler Murray being a dude,
0: and he is. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
2: See website for details. I'm John Seifer, and I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Kyle Long was a three-time pro bowler with the Chicago Bears. He joins the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. We're we're trying not to overreact to week 1. But these comments from Bruce Arians about Tom Brady, they're, they're kind of interesting, Kyle. Arians basically said that Tom Brady needs to play a lot better, which I don't think anybody, including Tom, would disagree with. But what do you make of these comments after the only the first game that Brady has played in Tampa and his head coach is already calling him out?
7: Dude, you and I both know this is the least surprising reaction that Bruce Arians could come up with. I mean, I'm so not surprised. Um, speaking to guys who have played for him, he's a blunt dude he's going to, he's going to shoot you straight. It doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter who you are, man. Tom Brady, uh, feeling probably a little less than today. I'm sure that's a tough, uh, it's a tough week one ask, um, to come and bring the new regime down there to Tampa and beat the longstanding dominant New Orleans saints in that division. So I think it's a, it's a wake up call, but continuity will be big. I think as the year goes on, um, him and Bruce, their interactions will probably be a little bit more, uh, maybe yuck it up a little bit more and, and less just, because I can just see Bruce red, pissed off, fired up, like you're the damn goat, you know? Uh, right. I don't know. I've I had one of his meetings. I've played with a few guys who played under him, and they love him, but he's intense.
3: Yeah, no, and, and he should have expectations of Tom Brady to play better. I, I guess the question is, does Tom Brady still have it in him? To be the type, the level of quarterback that we expect as fans, even though he's 43 years old?
7: Well, time will tell. I think the betting man's money's on Tom Brady. Smart guys know that Tom Brady has success not because of his physical skills or any of that stuff. The thing that separates Tom is he swallows his hubris and he checks the ball down. That's why he has success. He's got an offense right now with guys who can dice defenses up from sideline to sideline, end zone to end zone, vertical threats, guys who can work across the middle of the field, all that. I think what Tom wants to figure out is how he's going to get back in his rhythm and get his cadence back. And I think once he starts hitting all these check downs, as opposed to throwing interceptions, We're going to see the Tom Brady that we're used to seeing, just in different colors.
3: All right let us go to uh, let let's go to the Green Bay Packers. I I I get you don't have Daniel Hunter, so I understand that Minnesota they reworked their defensive backfield. They don't have their best pass rusher. It's not like they're playing the eighty five Bears. On the other hand, um, despite the fact that Aaron Rodgers, they couldn't. I think first three times in the red zone they didn't put in the end zone, but after that, it. It felt like they had enough, right? Like, the question was, why didn't they add another weapon? And maybe Green Bay's answer is, we got enough weapons. What's your sense of Green Bay now that we've seen one week of Aaron Rodgers look like vintage Aaron Rodgers?
7: Yeah, one, one week of pissed off, I'm coming for the crown again, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> That's what everybody likes to see. That's what I hated to see when I was in Chicago, because they play that song. I'm gonna bang on your drum all day. That's Aaron Rodgers, bro, like. When that song comes on, just start heading to the parking lot if you've got other colors on. Um, the Packers are going to roll. I really like what they did this offseason, bringing in A.J. Dillon. Uh, I think he had over 800 carries in college. Uh, that's really going to be the, the deciding factor as the season goes on, who is able to run the ball with efficiency and effectiveness. Um, coaches are looking to be in second and manageable, not second and 10 or 11. So a running game with Aaron Jones. Obviously, the check down game is huge, as I mentioned before, with Tom Brady. But with Aaron Rodgers, his physical ability is what sets him apart. So I'm looking forward to seeing him this year. He's healthy. He hasn't been in a long time. And uh, If they can protect him, sky's the limit for Green Bay.
3: Kyle Long joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you mentioned all the trips as a bear heading into Green Bay. You've also made those trips into Detroit. Um, what's your reaction to what Mitch was able to do in the fourth quarter?
7: Vintage Mitch, man, uh, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. And he willed it to happen. And, you know, Javon Wims, Anthony Miller, um, his, his entire group there offensively really hunkered down at the end and found a way. Uh, 21 points is a lot of points. And a win is hard to come by in the NFL. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm happy for him, man. Uh, I've left all those guys alone because I'm in the media now and I'm, I'm going to be talking about them. So I, I haven't been talking to them, but I'm happy. The Bears, it's, it's always good to see the orange and blue beating up on the uh, the blue and the white up there in Detroit.
3: He's been described to me, so I know a couple of the front office guys, and they were like, you got to understand, like, the, the the Mitch thing, you follow Jay, who, guys, was just polarizing, right? Some guys really like Jay, some guys didn't. Everyone loves Mitch, but there had to be on some level of frustration, right? Like, we do we love you, but you, he didn't play well last year, and he lost his confidence, to, and, and it felt like there was kind of, all right, you're still kind of that same guy in the first half. How hard do you think it's going to be for him to continue on what we saw? Like, look, defense in the fourth quarter is different, but it was like a different guy. He had a little swagger to him. He's he's. I mean, he threw a ball in the end zone to to 12, which was unbelievable. How hard is that to keep going? Here's how
7: I'll explain it because you're, you're a hooper. SoCal guy. I'm a junior college guy, by the way, Saddleback College, and uh, you know we didn't play against any of you guys. We didn't play. You, you're a Golden West guy, right?
3: Uh, yeah, but I didn't play at Golden. I went to Golden West for a year, but didn't play. But my long time. So one oh, of my we, we would
7: go down there, Laguna Beach, Main Beach basketball.
3: Yeah, yeah, three on there three.
7: There's two types of teams: the team that huddles pre pre checkup with the basketball, and the team that just lets it fly. And when Mitch Trubisky is on the running the court team, uh, like the two-minute offense you saw it in college. That's really why he flashed up on so many radars um, in college is because of his efficiency in the two-minute in that spread where it's kind of just him being an athlete and making things happen. If we see that early and often with him in games and we don't see it with him trailing from behind, people are going to have the narrative changing a bit about Mr. Risky.
3: Kyle Long joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, should we make the Cardinals win over San Francisco more about Kyler and having new Hopkins and the Cardinals, or should we make it about Jimmy G making some of those peculiar decisions and and some flaws within the NFC defending NFC champion?
7: I think it's a perfect storm of the pandemic shortened off season, lack of a preseason guys really getting a first live look since last year. Um, I mean, I picked, I picked the Cardinals to go from worst to first in their division. I think it's uh, it's the time for the Arizona Cardinals to return to the forefront of, of the NFC West. I mean, it's not too far removed from that being a really uh, tough division, top to bottom. And I think it's, it's getting back there now. Kyler Murray is a generational athlete. Uh, and just like Russell Wilson, the baseball, football thing, it's no surprise. These are bright dudes who have the physical tools. Uh, and again, Cliff Kingsbury, really like him. I loved his uh, draft night setup. So my money's on Kingsbury.
3: And that that's like everybody's dream bachelor set. Like if I was a bachelor and I had millions of dollars and I lived in Scottsdale, that's like th- that. I guess that's what it's supposed to look like. I've never experienced that. That that it it's almost out of a movie. But uh, but yeah, it it was it was it was a pretty dope setup. Um, all right. The the Cowboys fourth and three, you're down three. And what I've noticed, and I've been doing this a long time, Kyle Long joining us from the Doug Gottlieb Show is, on social media and with fans, everybody only loves the coach that goes for it. The problem is sometimes when you go for it, you don't get it right, and we like that, that completely yep. goes out the window. We grew up playing Madden. And when you lose in Madden you just you walk by the you walk by the controller and you, you press reset. That's not the way it works in real life. In real time, what were your thoughts on McCarthy going for it?
7: I think McCarthy's gotta set a precedent early in Dallas and say, I run the show down here, and I know for a long time Jerry Jones probably has. Uh and you know, I don't blame him for it. I've been on teams where we went for it and the coach looks like a genius. And they're the mad scientists. And then I've been on the team where the same guy will go for it, and they're calling for his head. So kudos to McCarthy for letting it hang out. I mean, what, what, what do you want uh, from a guy who's got bad offensive line and, and the personnel he does in skilled positions?
3: Um, okay, what about the Rams? Like, so many people just jumped off the Rams bandwagon, right? They go to the Super Bowl, and then last year, uh, with the expanded playoffs, they would have been in, but they didn't. They won nine games. Um did we did we undersell? You mentioned that you got the Cardinals going from worst to first. Would you what do you think of the Rams now that you've seen them uh, play a football game?
7: I'll tell you what that guy Aaron Donald didn't think he could get any better, but he definitely did. He makes things look so easy.
3: Kyle, how do you how do you block him? He's just throwing dudes out of the way.
7: you block him, you block him with a couple hail mary prayers, three of your best teammates, and maybe one of those big fishing nets. <laughs>
3: Uh, man, what he did to Zeke, like, he just ragdolled Zeke there. Zeke's, like, trying to pick him up from the That's what I'm
7: saying. It's, like, it's unfair. It is unfair the things that he can do, and he's built for leverage. People don't understand he's he's not a tall guy, but when you walk up on him, he is pitbulled up. He's rocked up, and he's built for leverage, and there's one thing he has on his mind, and that is terrorizing your backfield.
3: Um, what what's wrong with the Eagles' offensive line? They they you know they got out to a big lead, and obviously Carson made some bad decisions. But part of it was he had a lot of people at his feet, and that caused him to make some decisions. Uh, what, what's going on there in Philadelphia when you watch?
7: Well, it's timing. It comes down to the health. Uh, right tackle Lane Johnson. He was expected to to come play. Uh, he, had ankles, he had his ankle he had his ankle off just over two weeks ago. You know, Kelsey in and out of the building last week. Um, I don't know if that was reported, but that I know happened for sure. Uh, and the, the offensive line is the only group where you need, to, you need to eat together, you need to live together, you need to, you know, I think the only thing you're not doing is going to the bathroom together, especially during COVID. But uh, that Eagles offensive line without Lane Johnson going against this revamped uh, Washington football team defensive line, it was a recipe for disaster, man. And uh, I really hope they can they can put it together before they go see the uh, the Rams next week, man.
3: You're working with Miller Light on the first ever antenna. What is it? What is a can? It's a can of beer and a digital antenna. Like how
7: does that work? All right, so it is a, a fully it's a real Miller Light, a fine frozen beer, but then attached to the back of it looks like big golden goalposts. It's actually awesome antenna. So literally. I can. it's got a plug coming off of the antenna, so I can plug it right into my TV, and it gives me my football channels, and I can have Miller time at home because, you know, I I won't be going to the stadium this year like a lot of people uh, due to our circumstances, and I think it's important people get to unwind, watch football, and enjoy some of their favorite Miller time in the comfort of their own home.
3: Uh, and you can go to com. That's the one and only Kyle Long you can see on your TV set. When are we going to see you at Laguna Beach playing some three-on-three? Or you can come down to Newport Beach and play at 36th Street. Either way... I would ha- I would happily hey, have I you lived
7: s- on Seashore in 42nd. I got kicked off for taking everybody's money at that court, but maybe I'll come back down and run it with you, Doug.
3: Let me know. Let me know. I will feed you the basketball. I I know exactly how to, I know exactly how to run that court. Let's 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 do it. In the meantime, keep kicking butt on TV <laughs> and thanks for joining us.
7: I appreciate it, man. Take it easy.
3: Pleasure's mine. Three-time Pro Bowler Kyle Long joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Some conflicting reports about the health of this NFL star, and I got
0: the latest for you next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long.
6: Everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked
5: before. Tell it like it is and even sing a song or two.
6: This is our podcast and we're going to do it our way. Listen to our way on the iHeartRadio
5: app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
2: Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: The press.
3: David Gasco, what yes do you got, sup? my friend?
4: I got a, I got a, I got a favor to ask. Okay, I need to borrow a couple bucks. Why? I want to buy the New York Mets. Steve Cohen, Doug, he's in agreement to buy the Mets, and it's pending an MLB approval right now. Now, the deal for Cohen, he would own 95% of the Mets if if it does go through, and the deal values the Mets at approximately $2.475
3: billion. Does he get SNY with that? (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm serious. Billion dollars. If you get the t- I think if he gets the TV network, that's part of the evaluation process. It actually feels below market value. I'm happy um, as hell. Do you know who Steve Cohen is? I do not. He's
4: um, a rich dude.
3: Uh, yes. Are you familiar with the TV show that has uh, Bobby Axelrod yeah, on it? Yeah,
4: Billions, baby. Yes. Great Bobby show. Axelrod is based
3: upon Steve Cohen.
4: So I, okay, good. Yeah, I so hope he's not Paul Giamatti's role in that one. What, what's, $1 it, what's the
3: point of having FU money if every once in a while you don't say FU?
4: Yes. That's him. It's good. What are they coming back, by the way? Uh, billions? Like, yeah, they were like in a midsummer. It's kind of
3: hard to film TV shows when you're not allowed to work.
4: Wait a minute. But they had shot the first. Well, they were on a mid-season or mid-summer break, and those yeah. like the first six or seven episodes were already out.
3: Yeah, but they they couldn't film anymore. Since March, there's been no nobody's been allowed to work.
4: It's a pity.
3: Yeah, I mean, like, look, this is the, this right. is the thing about like Netflix is there's like no new shows. What yeah. they got, what they got. Right. You know, they're just putting everything out there. That's the thing. Movie theaters are opening, and you know the movies that were set to open in March. Yeah. Will be launched, but the summer movies like they're not huh. done. Huh.
4: Gotta watch. Uh, Gotta see Tenant. What is Tenant about? Tenant's the um, Christopher Nolan movie.
3: Oh, I love Christopher. You said Christopher Nolan. I'm good. Yeah.
4: Then, What's, course, it about? What's it about? Though No Time to Die is coming out too.
3: No time to. Die. Is that 007? Seven?
4: It is. Hmm. It's the final one for Daniel Craig as, Her Majesty's Secret Service. That's
3: pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should do one day when one, one day when that comes out. We should do our favorite. Um, Ramos and I can do our favorite 007s. That'd be good. Who's your favorite, Ramos, just off, off the top of your head? Sean Connery? Of course, Sean Connery. Sean, of course. Sean Connery. What smart. about Roger Moore? Roger Moore would have been.
4: Well, as- he was too funny. What about George Lazenby? <laughs> the one-hit one,
6: one wonder. One-hit
3: wonder. But he was good. Oh, Nieder.
4: Yeah. Oh, what c- else you got? I could see music as a Timothy Dalton guy. Kind of <laughs> dark. Timothy Dalton. <laughs> yeah. Uh, LSU defensive lineman Neil Farrell is expected to opt back in. In this 2020 season, that's first reported by The Athletic. He had opted out in August, citing family concerns regarding the coronavirus. Then he realized
3: how dumb that was. Yeah, He's like, this is dumb. I'm sitting out, everybody's playing football, and I'm at home like, this Mm. is dumb. I want to be playing football with my friends.
4: Said this earlier, and you came back with it. Adam Gase said Le'Veon Bell is going to be out for a couple weeks, at least the hamstring injury. Roger that. And you say, no, sir.
3: Well, no, I didn't say it. Le'Veon Bell said my <laughs> hamstrings are fine.
4: Right, I know, but that's what I meant.
3: Right? And, but Le'Veon Bell pulled up lame with a hamstring during the game. So what's, I don't know what Le'Veon Bell's talking about. With a growing injury. Andrew-
4: think he gets uh, released or you think they fire Gase? What happens? Both. Oh, oh
3: my. I mean, I I, I think the, the running back goes before the coach. Yeah, fair enough. Is a boom
4: I know Ramos will be excited about this one. L.A. Dodgers first place in the National League West. Sa- San Diego Padres two and a half games back, and they play tonight. It'll be game one of a three-game series. You tuning in for all of them? Me or Ramos? You. Ramos for sure. Ramos yes. will be yelling at the at the clouds about Kenley Jansen.
3: Huh. I mean, Kenley Jansen is the big problem, right? I mean, Very it, big problem. Yeah, not the same since the World Series. A couple of years it's ago. over, Johnny. <laughs> Does it matter who wins the division? Um, do, does it matter who wins? the Yeah. Uh, you don't want to let the Padres win the division, right? Like they're the, they're the redheaded stepchild. <laughs> it well, is crazy though, that they have this incredible stadium. Yeah, they have this goes. awesome team. Finally, they're good and people can't go see him in San Diego. It's unbelievable. <laughs> right? yeah. And, oh yeah, here's the other one. Like the best thing about San Diego is being outside in order to see him. You got to be inside. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Uh, Pac-12, they have a mid to late November most aggressive return date, whatever the hell that means. But they say in terms of testing for the coronavirus, they have souped things up that's a little bit different than the National Football League.
3: Coronavirus!
4: Do you think they play here in in 2020? Yes. You do?
3: Yes. Yes. I think we're set for a weird sports calendar. I'm trying to navigate it myself just for my kid. My son, his football team's like, hey, we're going to play in January. Like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 we got hoops. You know, we still play. He's still trying to get him back into baseball. Um, and then he can play tackle football then. But yeah, I, th- I think everybody's going to start playing soon.
4: But so what happens, though? Because you got obviously all the teams here in California and in Oregon, mm. they have not been cleared by public health officials yet, to no. resume contact. So
0: oh, my God. They, will be.
3: they will be. All right. Uh, I just, I, you know, they, they want to, they're trying to get it to October so they can get into that college football playoff. Yeah. Like, I just think everybody's entire calendar is going to be screwy. Things clear up uh, in November?
4: Uh-huh. November the 3rd?
3: I, I, remarkably, November the 4th will probably have a lot more clarity. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Hey, you know what? We're good to play the whole time.
0: Yeah. Psych.
4: <clears throat> um, staying in the National Football League, Colts placed Marlon Mack on injured reserve, done for the season, a torn Achilles tendon.
3: Next man up. Yeah, that, that's a bummer. It's even bigger bummer than I played him in fantasy football. Oh, no. We're like, oh, we, we just thought early in the season the veteran would get the, you know, would get the brunt of the carries, then tears his Achilles tendon. But there was a lot of bad injuries uh, yesterday. Uh, Blake Blake Jarwin got hurt. Yep. Uh, drew, um, what's the kid's name from the Chargers, the linebacker from Notre Dame? He I, He looked like he broke his ankle. Uh, that, that was that was a nasty. But there's a lot of bad injuries yesterday.
4: Yeah, how about Michael Thomas? Uh, high ankle sprain. Those could be nagging too. Uh, he's listed as week number two as questionable. They also play Sunday night football. Yeah, so they in,
3: in in Vegas, right? First yeah. game in Vegas. Yes. Can they have any fans in Vegas?
4: I don't believe so. They got two places, right? You got Kansas City. You got Jacksonville. Yeah. Anywhere else? Jerry's
3: yeah. World. No, not yet.
4: No. <laughs> Brutal, brutal. Uh, Lonzo Ball, we mentioned at the top of the show, he signed with uh, agent Rich Paul of Clutch Sports.
3: Can Rich Paul make a jump shot? No. Lonzo Ball can't either.
4: <laughs> Made for each other. That's, that's
3: the press.
0: Hey, get out there and press. That was the press.
3: Okay, there are actually three games tonight. Uh, Pittsburgh against the Giants. Yes. There's Tennessee against Denver. Denver. And then, and I don't even know, uh, wait, no, the NBA games, uh, both are tomorrow night, right? Yes. So there's two, and we're not going to count Major League Baseball Dodgers. No no offense, Ramos, but I don't think. No All offense right. taken. All right, so the Steelers are six-point favorites on the road against the Giants. Ramos, who do you like? like the Steelers. Music?
4: I will agree with John Ramos.
3: Uh, Gascon. Same way. Yes, Pittsburgh. Okay.
4: Take the Giants, Doug. Do it. I dare you. <laughs>
3: I'm going to take the Giants. Sizable home dog. Good job, Doug. Saquon Barkley. Like, everybody's raving about the Steelers' defense and how great it was last year because their quarterback play sucked. I have no idea if they can run the football. I like the Giants, what they've done rebuilding their offensive line. I'm going to take the Giants, keep it close, Pittsburgh to win the game. Tennessee versus Denver. Derrick Henry, who was limited last year, against the Denver Broncos who had just been besieged by injuries. And we have the, uh, the jumping jack test for Cortland Sutton. If he can do some jumping jacks, he will play tonight. Who do you like? Denver Moneyline. Denver on the money line. Yes. Denver is a home dog. Uh, they always get those early home games. What about you, uh, Ramos? I will take the Titans in this game. Jerk. Uh, what about you there, uh, Rhyme Music? I'm absolutely gonna go with the Titans.
4: And the only reason Gascon, if you didn't know this, is a big Broncos fan. So that's why about. he's picking moneyline because he knows they have no chance. I,
3: I'm I'm not a big Drew Locke guy from what people have told me the Like nice kid, good athlete, just okay quarterback, whatever. Uh, they do have a good running game. I mean, I love Lindsay and now Lindsay's a change of pace with Melvin Gordon, but they've had offensive line issues for years there. I think Cortland Sutton is legit hurt, and losing Von Miller, he's not what he used to be, but he's still kind of their leader defensively. Um, not not that he's a great run stopper against Derrick Henry, but that will hurt them, uh, as well as not having home fans. Right, not having home fans, not having Von Miller, that's what makes Denver so tough at home. Is the great get off of Von Miller in the defensive line. Uh, I I like I like the Tennessee Titans to go in there and. And whoop up on the Denver Broncos. So, I'm taking Broncos. I'm, I'm taking Titans as a road favorite. I'm taking the Giants as a home dog. Uh, we have something good tomorrow, right? Chris Simms will join us tomorrow. All right. Enjoy the night. Hoops tomorrow as well. It's Doug Gottlieb show. Traveling for college hoops this year. Pro tip, stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us each graduate hotel is like a shrine to local team with lots of cool details for alumni nods to school colors mascots why would you stay anywhere else they have 30 plus hotels in the best college towns and get this you can save up to 30% off with code Doug that's my name Doug good at any graduate hotel location anytime up to 30% off so here's what you do book your stays at graduatehotels.com that's graduatehotels.com
0: infinity presents a new chapter in luxury Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner.